TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. And welcome to Overnight America. I just don't feel like doing the regular open today it just doesn't seem right we lost perhaps the most popular radio personality easily of my generation um and even earlier i should say but rush limbaugh passing away today at the age of 70 i think that online today there were a lot of fake accounts created in order to say nasty things and if anything that just proves Rush Limbaugh correct in the many assumptions he's had about the discourse and what goes on and how it's the representation of so much of what's wrong. But I saw a couple of um, a couple of headlines today. The one that stands out the most is talent returned to God. He had a lot of different sayings, you know, talent on loan from God by formerly nicotine stained fingers and Rush Limbaugh is known for many different things, and it's amazing because as a talk show host, I think about myself, I think about my career, my love for talk radio, I think about what he's meant for the industry, not only of radio, but radio and talk radio. I think about what he's meant for entertainment as a person that really carried the torch for radio many years after so many of the big names were gone. And I also saw one person point out this will be the second to last radio obituary that the New York Times will publish in their newspaper. The second to last, because there's really no giants left after this one. There are a few people that had obituaries in the New York Times. Robert Highland was one of them. Imagine if Rush Limbaugh actually accepted and took a job here at KMOX early on in his career as opposed to finding his way to New York or Sacramento or anything like that, how that would have changed the timeline of radio and what that would have looked like if it if it would have looked different. Imagine if Rush Limbaugh was under the influence of Robert Highland. Imagine if that was a thing. It's I just got to say, there's a few things I want to bring up, and I'm going to play for you comments from his wife, Catherine, who opened the show today to make the announcement of his passing from earlier. I also want to play for you a a moment from his show back in December, his very last show of the year. Normally, he gets sentimental looking back at the year and thanking his listeners and talking about what a great deal they mean to him. And that's still all very true. And I thought this would be appropriate to 
maybe go back and, and replay one of his final comments from there, because we know that after the new year, he was very much battling his stage four lung cancer, that it made it very difficult for him to do a show. I, I think that the role this industry has when it comes to producing talk talent has really, um, it, it hasn't done the same job as it used to. And there's many different reasons for that. I think that in general, radio as an industry has had some struggling times. I think radio as an industry also had a hard time attracting talent because a lot of the talent would be pushed into other directions, uh, television, or in this case, you saw Howard Stern go to satellite radio and podcasting and all these other million different ways that people could get their entertainment anymore. And people thought, oh, what is this AM radio stuff? You know, who still listens to that? Well, tens of millions of people every week would because of Rush Limbaugh. And think of all the radio stations, hundreds of, you know, 500, 600 radio stations that Rush Limbaugh would broadcast to every single day. Multiplied all across the uh, United States would be the, the listenership that was in the tens of millions. It was just remarkable the reach that he still had and proof just the power of radio. He was someone that was a cheerleader for this industry. And I know a lot of people listening right now listen to Rush Limbaugh here on KMOX for many years, dating back to the early 1990s. If you haven't seen the photo gallery that's at KMOX.com, I would encourage you to go see it. But I feel like my experiences with Rush may be very similar to yours. Even though I might be younger than you, I, I know that our demographic here at uh, Overnight America is normally 50-plus uh, and I'm, I'm telling you, when I look at the ratings, I don't think there's anyone that does better with 90 plus, as in anyone over the age of 90, listens to this show. So I'm very proud of that. But if you go back just even a couple of decades, I think about what it was like in my house growing up when I was younger in the 90s, in my, you know, before I was even a teenager. And my dad or my grandma or someone in the family would have the old radio on. They used to have this giant radio with the big speakers. And I remember particular in my grandma's living room, she had the giant speakers and it was wired and she would have it on throughout the house and would be listening to talk radio and be listening to Rush Limbaugh. I remember my mom listening to it in the car. At times, I didn't understand anything that was coming out of it. It was talk radio. What interest did I have as a 10 or 11 or 12 year old or whatever it was? None, of course, but my parents seemed to like it and they listened to it probably like a lot of people right now for decades and it became a regular appointment. It became a connection, something you didn't want to miss. There's not a lot of radio people that can do that still. It's very difficult to find that. But even after all the changes and even after all the years, he still was out there trying to be a cheerleader for this medium that he loved. There wasn't anything he loved more than his audience in radio. That was his life. And look at it. it even to the moments where he was continuing to battle cancer, he still wanted to connect. He still wanted to get on as much as he could. And it was tough here in the news today. It was tough to hear the announcement from Catherine where she came on and said, we knew this day was coming and today was the day. I think that the love he had for this medium is something that I'll remember forever. I know there's going to be a lot of different memories that people have, some good, some bad. Um, I, I feel like there's a lot more good than bad because the good ones are authentic. The bad ones aren't. They're artificial. And I think that with all the, the good that he's done, um, you know, even when there was the tornadoes that came through Joplin, going and broadcasting and raising money for that, 
Uh, he's raised so much money for charity over the years. Every year he was doing it. But even with um, uh, it's funny because my sister-in-law was a school teacher and she wanted to have the Rush Revere books in her classroom so her kids could have it. And you know what? They sent her books. They sent her books. They sent her uh, CDs. They sent her plush toys and all these things to have in the classrooms. And then they said, you know what? Give them to some of the other teachers in your school here. They sent extra. That's just what he did. It's just who he was. That's what the type of organization. I think there was a resurgence back maybe 10, 15 years ago where he really, you know, he, he had his low points in his career where he became addicted to drugs and he had that problem, the uh, painkillers. And then eventually he opened up about his addictions and moved on. And he he was uh, honest about it and he moved on. He got better from it. He he didn't let that define him. And he came back and he struggled with it, with his hearing loss and everything that came that was associated with it. He continued to persevere. It's hard to imagine what this talk radio industry would look like without Rush Limbaugh, honestly, because there were a lot of talk show hosts that tried to make names for themselves, but none that are really remembered today. I mean, the 1980s came and there were so many different loud voices that were trying to do the, the shocking nature of things. And Rush came in with a political slant. He came in with a political humor. He made people laugh. He made people think. He, he brought people in in ways that they didn't think talk radio could uh, operate, being so one-sided, you know, very conservative. He wanted to bring a side that just was being underserved. And I know there were other people that were doing it, but nowhere near those that had the lasting power. And going back 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and even now stretching the 2020s, this industry wouldn't really exist if it wasn't for Rush Limbaugh. The lasting power of talk radio wouldn't be in every single radio market if it wasn't for Rush Limbaugh. The, te- uh, the AM radio band, who knows what would be of it if it wasn't for the audience that Rush Limbaugh brought to it. And that is something that I don't think any other radio personality can claim, really. And it's a sad day. We knew that this would happen, but it's a sad day when we lose Rush, passing away at the age of 70 earlier today. Uh, I'm going to miss him. I'm going to it's it's a it's a fork in the road, I think, for talk radio, because there's going to be a lot of questions of what happens next, where it's going to go. What's it going to sound like? Is it going to be in the same fashion? Can people continue to carry the torch or is that now extinguished? Was Rush the last one that could really carry that torch in the same way? Or is it going to be now something totally different? I really don't know. And I think there's um, a lot of other people that don't know either. You know, I I guess we could take some of your calls if you want to call in this hour. And if you want to say a few words, you know, what Rush meant to you, or if you want to just say anything, maybe you listen to him and you just want to pay some respects. 314-436-7900. When we come back, if you missed the announcement from earlier today, because not everyone was listening right at 11 o'clock here central to uh, his wife, Catherine, who came on and she said it best. I mean, she, gave a great eulogy for Rush, and I feel like uh, we could replay that, and it would be worth your time to give it a listen if you missed it. This is Overnight America, KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri, play KMOX. Well, it's the big news that everyone is talking about, and you certainly heard earlier today if you listen to KMOX that Rush Limbaugh passing away at the age of 70, broadcast legend, maybe one of the greatest radio broadcasters of all time, really. Uh, I think if you were to do a Mount Rushmore, 
he would be on it, uh, easily a top four. And we knew this was coming. Uh, the announcement of advanced lung cancer st- dating back to the start of last year shocked a lot of people. And even throughout the course of his treatment, he would continue to remind people that it's really a gift that he is still alive. He beat all of the expectations of what the doctors would say. And somehow he was still doing radio shows here and there when he could gather the strength. He mentioned what it was like and what the audience was like to him. And it meant the world to him, all the support that people gave him during that time. And I know that uh, he probably means a lot to people that listen to this show. There's probably a lot of people that know of uh, Rush from many years back and listen to him and continue to and maybe even rekindled that connection with him in the recent year after finding out about his diagnosis to listen to some of the final moments of a broadcast master. So I could take some of your calls here, 314-436-7900. I'd like to hear from you. And real quick, before we play the comments from his wife, Catherine, let's go to Scott. Welcome to Overnight America. Oh, thank you for the opportunity. Um, I'll be quick. I just wanted to echo uh, which I, I know are such common sentiments that you've mentioned, and I know thousands of people around the world really will also. But what he brought to me when, when I would happen to be in the car and made a point to listen to things was that he had an authenticity and a consistency about him and his viewpoints that I felt were underserved in, in other aspects of the media, whether they be radio or, or video or print online. Uh, I just will always remember him as the mayor of Realville and, uh, you know, hopefully his spirit, somebody will pick up the torch. I know they won't fill his shoes, but we'll can continue on with that sort of consistent message. I think we need it. Thank wow. you. The mayor of Realville. Yes, absolutely. Scott. Thank you. One person texted in and asked the question, do we know where he may be buried? Is it going to be Cape Girardeau? I have no idea. Actually, I don't think I've seen that information anywhere and i don't even know if that's been put out or if it's been pre-planned but either way um he will be missed and i know there's there's a lot of people that have memories here i remember forgot who it was but we used to have a caller that would work special events in the city and he remembers when he came to cardinal stadium back then i guess and he drove rush around in a golf cart (laughs) in the stadium and, you know, he'd stop and talk to people, take photos, things like that, smoke a cigar. But he escorted Rush around uh, Cardinal Stadium. That was pretty cool. I think this is, uh, if, if I remember correctly, predates Bush Stadium. Uh, before, I, I'm pretty sure this would have been going that far back. I don't think this was in recent years or by any means. But I miss that. I, I, I'm going to miss those connections and things. I never had an opportunity to talk to Rush or I never had the opportunity to meet him, which so many people did. I love the KMOX photographs online. There's one of him and Jim White. <laughs> There's one of Rush holding up a Limbaugh 1120 Cardinals jersey. I love that, too. Look at that. A young Joe Buck sitting, uh, well, I guess mostly standing at the old stadium. Man, look at all these great photos at KMOX.com. Wendy Weiss and Bill Wilkerson. Wow. It's worth to check out online right now if you want to at KMOX.com. So if you missed it from earlier, to open the show, this is how people found out the news. His wife, Catherine, began the program and not a fill-in host, not rush to give the the updates. Hello, everyone. I know that I am most certainly not the Limbaugh that you tuned in to listen to today. I, like you, very much wish Rush was behind this golden microphone right now, 
welcoming you to another exceptional three hours of broadcasting. For over 32 years, Rush has cherished you, his loyal audience, and always look forward to every single show. It is with profound sadness I must share with you directly that our beloved Rush, my wonderful husband, passed away this morning due to complications from lung cancer. As so many of you know, losing a loved one is terribly difficult, even more so when that loved one is larger than life. Rush will forever be the greatest of all time. Rush was an extraordinary man, a gentle giant, brilliant, quick-witted, genuinely kind, extremely generous, passionate, courageous, and the hardest working person I know. Despite being one of the most recognized, powerful people in the world, Rush never let the success change his core or beliefs. He was polite and respectful to everyone he met. Even most recently, when he was not feeling well in the hospital, he was so appreciative to every single doctor and nurse and custodian and first responder. He never wanted to put anyone out and always thanked them profusely for their help. From today on, there will be a tremendous void in our lives and, of course, on the radio. Rush loved our miraculous country beyond measure, an unwavering patriot. He loved our United States military, our flag, our constitution, our founding fathers. He proudly fought and defended conservative values in a way that no one else can. Rush often stood up and took arrows on his own because he knew it was the right thing to do. Rush encouraged so many of us to think for ourselves, to learn, and to lead. He often said it did not matter where you started or what you look like. As Americans, we all have endless opportunities like nowhere else in the world. Rush gave us hope that through hard work and determination, we can overcome the obstacles in our lives and be our best. Many of you started small businesses or pursued personal dreams because Rush gave you the faith that you could. He made the most complex issues simple to understand, while making that level of genius look easy. It most certainly was anything but easy. Irreplaceable, remarkable talent. 
On behalf of the Limbaugh family, I would personally like to thank each and every one of you who prayed for Rush and inspired him to keep going. You rallied around Rush and lifted him up when he needed you the most. I am certain, without a shadow of a doubt, if he could be here today, he would be. He loved you, and he loved this radio program with every part of his being. Instead, we know our rush is in heaven, encouraging us in the same way he always did on earth. Rush's love for our country and belief that our best days are ahead live on eternally. In Rush's honor, may we all continue Rush's mission in our individual lives and communities. I know all of you listening are terribly sad. We all are. I'm terribly sorry to have to deliver this news to you. God bless you, Rush, and God bless our country. Oh, boy. That's tough. His wife, Catherine, opening the show today with the announcement of Rush Limbaugh's passing at the age of 70. I know he means a lot to so many people and broadcasters. I just received an email from our friend Johnny Rabbit, who's got a uh, story that maybe I'll share right after the break. If you want to uh, call in and say a few words, you can. We're spending this hour to talk about Rush Limbaugh at 314-436-7900. I have a couple of other things. In fact, I have one uh, moment from the archives that I think um, a lot of people remember, but I just aired it last month, actually. Um, Rush Limbaugh talking about one of his idols, Jack Buck. We're going to do that right after the break. Look at your weather, too, on Overnight America KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. News Radio 1120 KMOX. The voice of the Cardinals.
So that is the Pretender song that would open Rush Limbaugh's uh, program for all those great broadcasts. And I think some people forget that that was an actual rock song that uh, they used going back to, oh boy, when did that one come out? Is that an 80s song? 70s? Yeah, no, maybe 1980. But either way, um, there's a great story behind that too. So the Pretender's main lead singer is at Chrissy Hines, I believe her name is. So for a while there, everyone thought, oh, there, there must be this hate. Like, oh, how could how could the Pretenders and Chrissy Hines accept and allow this song to be played by this terrible human Rush Limbaugh? You know, all these people would say things like that until just in the most recent years, Chrissy finally opened up about it. And she said, you know, I allowed and it was with my blessing that this song was used during the broadcasts because my dad was a fan of Rush Limbaugh and he would listen to it. And it was a nice way for us to connect. It was cool that he, as a, a fan of the Pretenders, and of course a fan of Rush Limbaugh, would be able to hear me on this show every day. And it was something that was a real special thing between me and my dad. And she came out and she's, she said all these things during the interview. And it kind of shocked everyone because they always assumed that no artist would ever want to be uh, associated that way. But there's a lot of things that were wrong or associated with Rush that actually weren't the case weren't true. Um, I got this email from good old Johnny Rabbit, who still people message me. Where's Johnny Rabbit? I miss his Saturday show. We had him on a couple of weeks ago, and we'll have to get him on again. But he shared this one memory. He said about 13 years ago, uh, I had the honor of being selected to introduce Rush Limbaugh at a Veterans Day ceremony and at Soldiers Memorial. This happened even though at the time uh, he was with a different station. He said he had a stirring speech spent a great deal of time with the other participants and something happened that was uh, that never was uh, made public soldier memorial director at the time told me that when he made contact with rush he fully expected not to be able to reach him and that the request would be turned down but the opposite happened rush immediately agreed to do it he refused any thing in return so he wouldn't accept money for the plane tickets, for the hotel, for food, anything like that. When normally you have a special guest in, sometimes you have, you know, you, you normally take care of them. You know, you do at least the plane tickets, the food, all these other things are paid for by whoever's requesting them. And sometimes they even pay them for their time. Rush said, uh-uh, none of that. Refused it. Would not allow Soldiers Memorial or anyone there to pay a dime for what was going on. And uh, he wanted to do something for the men and women in the military as a salute to America in a city that he loved here in St. Louis. Considering he grew up in Cape Girardeau, you know he listened to KMOX. He had a great love for broadcasters like Jack Buck. And I wanted to replay this because I thought it would be, um, I thought it'd be fitting for tonight. So when Rush Limbaugh was inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame, I think it was the year after that 
uh, Jack Buck was inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. And part of the speech of Jack Buck was talking about Robert Highland and talking about radio and talking about just the medium in general. And the next day, the ceremony, uh, I think it was in Chicago or New York, one of the two, but probably Chicago. The next day, Monday on Rush Limbaugh's very popular syndicated show. And keep in mind, this is the, the heyday of people picking up and you know, they're, they're, uh, they're having Rush Limbaugh parties, listening parties and things. So this is like, this is a new deal. This is a big deal. He goes on to his show and talks about the Radio Hall of Fame in seeing Jack Buck and really what that meant for him to be at that Radio Hall of Fame ceremony to see Jack Buck uh, his, in his speech. By the way, I, before we go back to the phones, I want to say one other thing about the Radio Hall of Fame. I've been debating whether or not I should say this because if you single out one person, it might sound as though you are diminishing others. And I really don't intend that. Um, I have not been privileged to know all of those who were inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame last night. But I did know, do know one of them, uh, aside from Ed, and that's Jack Buck. And I'll tell you, folks, uh, he's he was, uh, aside from Ed and me, he was the class of the night at the Radio Hall of Fame. And I don't mean that as a put down to anybody else. It's just Jack Buck is uh, <clears throat> a walking icon. He is, he is a man, when he got up there, like Paul Harvey, the room came to a dead halt, dead stop. Everybody wanted to hear what he had to say. Uh, he's a man I grew up with, uh, in a way. I mean, he was St. Louis Cardinals play-by-play announcer with Harry Carey, and I grew up listening to him on KMOX. And throughout my radio career, KMOX was always a radio station I wanted to work at. There were two of them, two radio stations that, that I just, my career would have been made if I would have ever gotten a job at either one of them, KMOX was one. And Jack Buck is just the consummate professional. He is, there's no better Toastmaster in America. There's no better MC in America. There's, you have to look far and, and wide to find a better sports play-by-play. -play. Wit, charm, a dry sense of humor, large family. <clears throat> I think he's got eight or nine kids. In fact, like he, gave, he was given 90 seconds last night to uh, deliver his acceptance remarks, and he said, heck, in 90 seconds, I can't even remember all my kids' names. But then, of course, later he did. Um, but it was it was a thrill, and it's it's been a thrill to get to know him. We um, uh, started the show a couple of years ago on KMOX, and one of the highlights has been able to actually sit in the St. Louis Cardinals radio booth uh, for an inning with uh, Jack Buck at Bush Stadium. And he's a guy you wonder how come it took so long for him to get in. But doesn't matter. He's he's He is in and is genuinely one of the – true class individuals in all of America, not just in radio, but it's because of people like Jack Buck that radio enjoys the reputation it does. He's just, you, I, I don't, I don't want to go too far here because there, there, it's impossible to say too many positive things about him as an individual and as a, as a talented radio person um, and as a family man. And he's, uh, <clears throat> he just brought the house down last night with his remarks uh, and he was, uh, he along with Ed, I'd have to say, were the class of the night. And uh, Harry Carey inducted him. And a guy from uh, a friend of theirs from Anheuser-Busch, that was a hoot. <laughs> it was fun. It just is, 
you don't meet too many people like that. And uh, then to be able to call them your friend, that's just a thrill. It's a, it's a blessing. Back to the phones. Matt in Buffalo, New York. So Hello, that welcome was about three minutes or so of Rush back in. I think that was 93, 94, somewhere in there. And if you want to see the photos he's referring to, it's pretty cool because now we have those up at KMOX.com. You can see some of the photos from our archive of his trip to the Cardinals game. And you can see him holding up a KMOX uh, Limbaugh jersey where it says 1120 on the back. And I want to read some of the different uh, in memory of Rush from politicians across Missouri. And there have been a few that have stood out, including Senator Josh Hawley said a proud son of Missouri. Rush Limbaugh was a voice for the voiceless. He changed talk radio, but more importantly, Rush changed the conversation to speak up for the forgotten and challenge the establishment. He lived the first amendment and told hard truths that made the elite uncomfortable, but made sure working men and women had a seat at the table. It's very true. You know, I, I think about my career in talk radio, and it's still hopefully very a young career. I hope that it lasts a lot longer. But I think about the ability that has been afforded to me to make a living doing something like this that I don't know would be there unless it were for Rush Limbaugh, who passed away today at the age of 70. When we'll uh, take a break, there's one other thing I want to play, and this dates back to one of Rush's shows from last year where he talks about his illness and the the difficulty knowing that he's not going to recover from this. Uh, just one last moment, and I, I figure this would be at least an hour tribute to him tonight. I, I didn't want to spend the entire show or anything, but I thought that given the significance of this area, this station, and of course uh, radio and his importance to it, that it would be fitting to just spend a little bit of time talking about Rush Limbaugh and Overnight America KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. I like that the AP story decided to put some of this in here, at least before they decided to go to, uh, you know, some of the negative things that people point out. But it says Limbaugh took as a badge of honor the title most dangerous man in America. He said he was the truth detector, the doctor of democracy, a lover of mankind. A harmless, lovable little fuzzball and an all-around good guy. He claimed he had talent on loan from God. Those words that he would bring up, and I, I think um, that statement by itself, and he talked about the the wing of the Radio Hall of Fame, the Rush Limbaugh wing of the Radio Hall of Fame, which was great. Talent returned to God today as Rush Limbaugh passes at 70 years old. I think about my career and I think about what's been afforded to me in this radio industry. I've worked different radio formats. I worked in classic rock. I worked in a sports station once. I wasn't a good fit for that. <laughs> but I wanted to try it because I thought, you know, sports is talk. It's just talk about something other than politics. And, uh, you know, I just wasn't a good fit for it. Uh, I, I did uh, classic rock twice, actually. My very first job in radio was at a talk station working the weekends overnights at a uh, talk station in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And it was one of the luckiest things in my life to be able to be hooked up with the program director of that station, who I still look at as a mentor today and one of the, the, the great radio minds by the name of Phil Tower. And he 
just out of uh, pure luck, I was at my college and I was working late at the college radio station one night just doing something and I don't know what it was, but you had to go down the hall to get to the bathroom, which I did. And out using the restroom at the same time was Phil who was there talking to the honor society. Yeah. They had like an, a, a group of broadcasters that were prestigious because they were so smart. And he spoke to that group, excused himself to go to the bathroom. It was over right when I was there. That's how I uh, met him. And he uh, offered me a job <laughs> after we talked for a while and I got an opportunity because they were looking for things like that. Now, it was great. I had to bypass all the smart kids and was able to get something out of it. But you know, he's helped me greatly in my career. He's encouraged me, and he's always been one of those talk radio people I've loved and admired. And it wasn't until then that I really started to listen to talk radio a little bit more. And it was because of him I started to appreciate it more, and I realized that was my passion. I didn't want to work music radio, even though I knew that at some point I'd have to. But my goal was to get into talk radio, and here I am today at the station that Rush Limbaugh wanted to work. I wanted to play one last clip, and this is from December of just last year. It's it's a clip where Rush was talking about the last show of the year where he talks about what he's thankful for, Christmas music and all. I think this was December 23rd. He opened up the show heartfelt and talked about his condition, and I decided to air it. I wanted to just at least play a quick excerpt of it because I think it's relevant now as we go back and look at some of his final broadcasts. I had a a little bit of understanding of something that had perplexed me for a lot of my life. And that was Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig, the Iron Horse, New York Yankees, set the record for consecutive games played until Cal Ripken came along decades later and broke it. And on the day that Ripken, or the, the, the day that Lou Gehrig announced that he had his disease that was forcing him to retire from Major League Baseball. He said to the sold-out Yankee Stadium, today I feel like the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And I, I didn't understand that. I mean, here's a guy who had just been diagnosed with uh, the most terminal of terminal diseases. And I said, this, this can't be real. You can't really think he's the luckiest guy in the world. This is just something that he's saying because it will play well. It'll, and I, I, don't, I don't mean to be insulting Lou Gehrig. Don't misunderstand. I'm just thinking that how in the world, if you're being honest, can you feel like you're the luckiest man on the face of the earth? Well, when I got my diagnosis and when I began to receive all of the outpouring of love and affection from everywhere in my life, from, from so many of you. I've been very lucky, folks, and I can't tell you how many, how many ways. I have, I've learned what love really is during this. You know, I have a philosophy, there's good it happens in everything. It may not reveal itself immediately. And even in the most dire circumstances, if you just wait, if you just remain open to things, the good in it will reveal itself. And that has happened to me as well in countless 
countless ways. Wow. So that hits me. Uh, Rush Limbaugh passing away at the age of 70. He'll be missed. He'll be missed. I mean, legendary broadcaster, possibly one of the greatest broadcasters of all time, certainly the greatest in talk radio with his contributions. All right. uh, In the next hour, we're going to welcome in author Jared Knott. He's the author of a book called Tiny Blunders, Big Disasters. It's a fascinating look at how history could have changed on a dime in many different ways. And he's up right after the news on Overnight America KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.